go on the- Okay, you think so, huh? Well, watch this, you gay asshole! Bob Denmark! Oh, Jesus Christ, you're such a little bitch. Meant for swine. Pussy ass bitch. Guess I could have worded that differently. Alright, everybody, welcome back. We had a happy Thanksgiving. My name is Matt, and uh, joining me on the other line, there's certainly no reason to look up his internet is- history, Bob Panelum. Hey! Don't look up my history. Right? Just for cut. Right, well, Cindy? Uh, what was her name? Yeah, right. What's, what's the cop's wife's name? Oh, I didn't write it down. Our uh, favorite cop. Yeah, the, the cop is back. Um, so, yeah, we've been uh, off for a couple weeks. Uh, we've uh, the post election episode, uh, Member Berries, uh, which we can briefly talk about. Uh, last week, we had uh, Not Funny, uh, which there. <laughs> Starts off with our uh, our the, our favorite cop in Spring in uh, South Park, Mister Red Mustache. Correct. Yeah, Mister Red Mustache. I don't know if he has an actual name, police <laughs> officer or something, but uh, yes, starts off with a nice speech. For some reason, he's he's giving a briefing to the entire town of South Park, uh, and he's telling everyone uh, if all we do is simply not search anyone's history then Denmark can't drive the country into chaos. But really, it seems to be just a platform for him to tell his wife not to check his own history. Yeah, exactly. Which we know from past episodes is probably dark uh, and has several, uh, at least conversations with the one Kishun. Oh, he's he's probably still working on a few stings. Oh, yeah, he's definitely got some sting operations. Stretch! <laughs> Stretch! Yeah, whenever she went to go check out his history, he'd be like, freeze. <laughs> all right, now here we go. <laughs> um, all right, well, before we jump in and break it down, let's uh, give a little listen to a preview. What are you all doing? Somebody's threatening your way of life and you're all just sitting here praying like a, a bunch of babies? Like a bunch of pussies. Come on, this isn't South Park. What's happened to us? We used to have a challenge and deal with it move on to the next one. Now we've just been dealing with trolling and internet stuff over and over, week after week, and I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty sick of it. Yeah! Now for once, let's take a stand and try to end this. We can't let Denmark change who we are. Yeah! Denmark! Yeah! You guys need to, you know, call the president and get him to take action. Uh, the president, he won't listen to us. He hates us now. Yeah, I think they're commenting on how they're... they're... <laughs> Just about sick of uh, talking about this storyline. Right. Yeah. And they're just kind of. Um, well, because next week's episode is going to be called The End of Serialization. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So I, so are they they're 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 basically putting a stop to their serialized uh, uh, experiment, which has lasted about two seasons now. Yeah, I guess. Right. I mean, that. um well, because based on what he was saying, and then uh, yeah, next week I think they're just they're kind of over dealing with the same things spread spread out over uh, a season, and I, I think that kind of shows with the stuff with like Eric and Heidi a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, it's getting the the, and I was gonna say this. Me and you had had a conversation. Thank you for coming to visit. I know it was just to come visit me over Thanksgiving, but uh, I had the good fortune of having Matt over. Um, over our Thanksgiving holiday, and we were talking about how the member berries had kind of jumped the shark, 
uh, we, we had talked, and if you go listen back to some of our previous episodes, uh, talking very lovingly about the member berries and how much, uh, how funny we are and we can't get enough of them. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, they're speakeasies and they're, you know, driving into the white house and it, you know, it just kind of, it got to be too much. We, it, it, we had enough of it. And then, um, yeah, and even the- this plot is just kind of like, you know, not to not to talk about the ending too soon, but, you know, you got the big reveal of another person, you know, and there just seems to be tons of reveals all the time. And they're they're starting to uh, lose their their uh, their weight, you know, that the punch doesn't hit as hard because it's like, oh, Gerald is skank hunt, and Oh, the the Denmark guy is actually the world's ultimate troll. And like. And it's like, ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's losing momentum is what I'm trying to say. I think, Yeah, which I, I think they're self-aware of, it seems. Um, yeah, Based on exactly. that, the, the speech Kyle gives. Um, but uh, there's still some good stuff in here. Uh, you want to – we get out the charts? Let's get out the chart. All right. Get the charts out, and we'll chart the laughs real quick. Um, and then uh, break down the episode. I uh, – the the – this was the first one for me, um, and and apparently I just around on Facebook. This was also one of your favorite bits, um, that uh, dildo wagons walking in nude. Got, <laughs> got some pretty pretty rocking uh, man boobs there too. Yeah, yeah, it's like very large brown <laughs> nipples, like incredibly brown. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so they strip the they strip all the trolls down, and for whatever reason, that they was, walk them yep. nude into some <laughs> some layer, yeah, uh, and strap them down to metal chairs. And you know, everyone's doing the South Park like knees knee to knee, cover your own penis with yeah. your gut. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and dildo schwagens, of course, just looks terrible without his clothes. Uh-huh. On. They all look pretty. I mean, it was funny that they were naked the rest of the episode. There's yeah, to sit there. Oh, always just kind of running, covering their penis. Uh, whenever uh, Gerald was running after the guy, he yeah, had yeah. one hand on of course. his. Uh, so yeah, that, that was that was my first one. Uh, you wanna what 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 do you got next? Uh, I had uh, I definitely talked about the lead off with uh, the red mustache cop, Mister Yates, uh, with Maggie. Uh, reminded me a lot of the 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 NASCAR episode where the uh, the inventor of Vagic was it Vagiclear kept making his wife kept making a point to, <laughs> yeah. that his wife had to apply it every day <laughs> yeah uh who is uh, also his love his flame yes his love his flame um <laughs> but yeah so it kind of reminded me like every time he was making a point to to go back to Maggie uh so I, I had that as a laugh <laughs> um, yeah right off the gate oh yeah i um i missed the your programming note a second ago but yeah his name is harrison yates is that right um yes and maggie yates is his is his wife right so okay great now we, now we get a little insight to the yates family there we go the very yates. important pillar in yeah. the South Park community. <laughs> um which is a character i've wanted to see come back ever since um was it yeah butter's bottom bitch one of my top bottom. top five episodes um, oh amazing episode uh, amazing episode we, we gotta see harrison yates in in uh, more of like a like a randy focused episode i mean this whole season's been uh well, th- I guess that's what you lose, right, with the whole serialization. The serial, yeah. You can't just have a fun one-off episode. Yeah, where it's the you, you bring in this red mustache sergeant and make him yeah 
poses prostitutes and it doesn't yeah. fit. after bottoms bottom bitch he he showed up a little bit in the coon and friends uh just to, you know, right just the the liaison um, <laughs> yeah the um uh oh god what the what's the batman coon. character he's uh coon. based off of no um oh uh, oh commissioner gordon yeah commissioner gordon yeah, yeah. so he's more yeah but it was really him just telling the coon that he didn't want t-shirts uh, that said <laughs> who is the coon um <laughs> And he was very much more a Mysterion man. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had him as a laugh. I, I didn't have a lot of laughs written down. The only other laugh I had was the Mr. Slave call. Again, a great uh, Great, yeah, great, great callback. Jezo. Um, Jesus, Jesus Christ. You're such a little bitch baby. The, yeah, I, I, those are my, those are gonna finish up my, my laughs that I wrote down. Were the, were both calls. The, the Mister Slave cameo was great. Um, great. Oh, I had another one. I have another one. Excuse me. Um, while Heidi is trying to solve whatever algorithm or, or, or mat, giant math equation mm-hmm. inside of, of NASA, uh, the, the, the crowd, the growing crowds outside trying to get to Mars. Now yeah. That, now that, uh, uh the troll trace is, is going to go live and everyone just needing to get off the planet. And the, there's this one man that tries to scale the fence and not listen to the scientists. And he just kind of gets halfway up and falls again. Oh, I, I, know. I did. It wasn't a great, it wasn't a great visual <laughs> gag, but I had a nice little, I, I think I missed that part. Um, like, um, the, well, what was great about the calls is that like, Mr. President, I have the chancellor of the exchequer and the uh, foreign ambassador to France. And also Kyle, <laughs> oh God! What does Kyle want? <laughs> yeah, he just uh, instantly I, picks up line three. Mr. President, there's the uh, the Union head of Pakistan and the, the Queen of England and 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 a Mr. Slave. <laughs> like, yeah, always, they always have like two important calls, and then the third one is some, <laughs> from South, some, yeah. someone in his social network in South yeah. Park. They're able to get through to the red phone in the in the <laughs> the war room. Uh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, and yeah, and then the the way that they're able to, um, well, because it's it's uh, uh, this is all very heavy-handed uh, Trump bashing, which is great, but it's just so true though that this, yeah, this guy gets so child yeah, and, he so yeah. gets so riled up so easily, you know. The, if anyone calls him out or calls like <laughs> yeah. mocks him in any way, it's, it's going to get a <laughs> oh yeah, the oh yeah, something they think. All right, well, I'll bomb them. I gotta give a fuck. Yeah. Oh gosh. This is, so, this is our life. This is reality. Yeah. This is why we're here. This is why we're here. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so yeah, that's so... what I had wrote down. But uh, there's still some good stuff in the episode. I liked um, um, Butters kind of coming up in the. <laughs> he's got this whole idea that well, the reason he needs to get off Mars is because he's so uh, disillusioned by girlfriends and. How you know, women hate us now, and uh, they're just going to be—they're they're, going to keep us in a lair and milk us for semen <laughs> uh, right. if things don't change. So, I, well, that's because that's because President, uh, the first gentleman, told him so. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, he it that was I don't know if there was supposed to be more Bill Clinton in this season, and then after the election went south, he um, they they just kind of used him for that. But he, his warning was that if if men don't you know bow down to women or you know it's going to get much worse and oh yeah going to end up in she some sort is of pissed oh right uh so that's that's where butters got that from um but yeah i mean uh yeah almost uh i i had read somewhere comparing it to like 
Charlie Brown, like a very much like Charlie Brown on the wall. Oh yeah. Conversation about women. Um, but you know, this time it's still crawl and poop on your heart, crawl inside your chest and poop on your heart kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah it was a decent little conversation. Just kind of nice always to see butters get real. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's always, it always speaks volumes and it helped to break up kind of the dwindling girls are funny, uh, Eric Heidi thing, which, uh, I, I was a big fan of for a long time. It's, it's running out of steam a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. But, ready for it to pass because because it, it's gone on for so long i i no longer know what the, where, where they're going with it uh which i think a friend of a pod taylor brennan brought up uh when we spoke to him um oh like, hey friend of the pod taylor brennan what like what is there what are they saying about women being funny i guess i've lost the plot there where I, it's mostly eric is so concerned that he's gonna lose her as a girlfriend because she won't become spartan funny anymore or or she's not, yeah, she's I, not as funny as she was, and so that's manipulative. I well because because then you thought like maybe they were gonna go with simply he's um like she's going to go with butters because he honestly believes that she's funny, mm-hmm. uh, and Cartman was gonna be threatened by anybody who who actually believed it. I yeah I, I yeah I'm, I'm lost I'm lost where they're going. I don't know if they know really too much. I I wonder how much the election has thrown off their focus to the end of this season probably i, wonder, I mean they probably I mean, had plans with like what they were gonna do with uh skank hunt and hillary clinton yeah i'm sure hillary clinton was gonna be a massive part of the end of this yeah He's gonna be, you know president-elect they had that whole thing going and then and maybe that's they're... why they're like ah oh, fuck serialization like we wanted to do all this stuff now we have to we're doing this and that and um yeah it, it kind of like that kyle speech just like it uh it it, it felt like they were just kind of venting a little bit on uh, maybe they've Possibly. they're burnt out on the season. Uh, we didn't see the member berries at all this episode. Uh, we last yep. saw them as like the the head of the mafia, this the, some old member berry in a car, and they they were they were in the Oval Office Oval Office making phone calls to England. And, to, yeah, to England. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, did they did they call? I can't remember who they called. Was it England? Yeah. No. Well, because they were taking they were talking to the Brexit um, coalition oh, okay. and like don't okay. eat the memories. Uh, we ate the memories and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what yeah. what else do you kind of? Um, I I am I'm, I'm a little tired of the the Sheila, um, uh, Bruflovsky character just screaming all the time. Yeah, just screaming at them. Uh, yeah, it, but there was there we did get a nice. I don't know if it was supposed to be a direct callback, but uh, Gerald's uh, talking to Kyle just about it was funny. That yeah. Was fucking funny. yeah, cause and, it was funny. Yeah, uh, Gerald's and that's whole... kind of the the. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. His whole motivation has been great. Like his insisting that it's just for laughs and it's just funny and because it's so not funny, right? Um, yeah, and the which... more he like doubles down on like uh, on being a good Samaritan, you know, it just makes him more and more ridiculous and yeah. Uh, obviously, just a comment on trolling, but it really is interesting that i just don't know if this is a, a strong enough argument to be made across a eight nine ten episode arc yeah just like trolling is stupid and and here's why it's like well yeah of course um and it, you know it was fun to kind of put a shine a light on and you know we we, we heard the criticism and you know laughed at its uh, at the way they kind of just chose to portray it on the show but now i'm just like yeah and then eh, and we're then out of, we're out of rope 
Yeah, exactly. And and then obviously, you know, the whole Donald Trump is a large troll, you know, because what uh, that Danish guy who isn't Dan- Danish uh, mm-hmm. um, is this? It, it, it kind of seemed like he was speaking metaphorically as as like about Trump. Yeah, which it's like imagine a guy just gets everybody riled up and then you know is put into power and trolls yeah, yeah, the because it's fun. Yeah. The world will play because it's fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what did you make of the uh the reveal of what were they what they what they were doing to these tied up nude trolls? Had they just played Rick rolled them again? Rick rolled them again. Um. <laughs> I, I I wasn't. But then, but then, like Skank Hunt's really impressed. Yeah. Like they just got him naked just to do the. <laughs> was it Rick Ross? Is that who that is? Uh, Rick Astley. Rick Astley, I keep, I never remember that. Uh, but yeah, the the, the first so. it, the first internet troll sort of pre meme prank, uh, the Rick roll, and then for some reason, I I think he was also trolling his all the Denmark people that worked at Troll Trace because I think he locked, yeah maybe the he, Troll Trace guys are getting he locked them trolled. in the he locked them in the room and then so they were both wa- <laughs> they were both watching the video at once. I, Unless they were forced to look at these naked men, I I think it was just yeah. A I don't way know to... whether that was to humiliate them even more. I'm not sure. Well, because I think that he, I think he's revealing himself to be a, a fraud who who duped everybody. Oh, okay. So well, that's what that was. Which I wonder if that means troll trace doesn't work. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, or... nah, that was fun enough, I guess. It just the, the I I kind of I I know we're kind of saying the same thing, but the reveal of him being a troll was uh just a little dull yeah i was like oh another reveal and i guess we'll you know clean this storyline up tie this loose end up tomorrow or next week excuse me and then it'll be the end of the season so they're going out with a little bit of a whimper yeah they kind of peaked right before the election um i think uh my uh my favorite episode was was right before um, the election day episode. Oh, the douche in a Danish. I think was my my favorite. Where they, uh, yes, w- where it's yes. like he's giving that. S- Wait, yeah, that's when he's doing the, the, the dice. dice. Yeah, that that's the best of the season. Well, we can talk about you know close up the season tomorrow. That uh, yeah, when, when we when they do uh, next week. But so they uh yeah so again uh we it, it, it's not the best episode. I do think when we look back at this season, I I'll. I'll find it we have one more to go here but i'll 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 find it to be enjoyable i this will always be the season of the member berries yeah and that they're they're not gone forever trust me they will be oh man i i saw a lot of people as member berries uh over halloween um i mean oh, yeah, really? there was uh, that whole that live stream i showed you the bork stream where it's like this this barking dog and everybody in the comments is just like remember this mem- oh mem- yeah yeah remember this so i think that's that's in the vernacular now i think it I because I like South Park so much on uh on Facebook all the time they they keep trying to sell me memberberry Christmas sweaters ugly Christmas sweaters I don't know if you've seen those oh, that's come great. up yet I I gotta get some of those it just says member yeah. Christmas <laughs> that... so you got one coming in the mail oh, awesome. Hayes. I can't wait um but yeah that's that's we'll close it up I think uh yeah the this episode and also memberberries were a little not duds but uh, just kind of uh, meh you know. Yeah, and and I think uh, we've covered that um, as to why probably because they had their plans sort of thrown up in the air, um, and Correct. a lot of storylines are kind of reaching the end of the rope. Yep. Um, but anyway, let's uh, we'll move on for that. I guess I'll grade it at a maybe like a 
like a seven six. I'm gonna give it like yeah, a C rage. I'm a little lower on it. I'm like a seven one er. Okay. But. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, uh, we'll finish that up and then uh, quick, quickly let's talk about. Uh, we gotta catch up on some some films that are coming out. It is award hey, season. Awards. It is. It is another reason why we're here. Mm-hmm. This is why we're here. And I love it. I, I uh, you know, just went to see a movie this weekend, which we'll talk about eventually. But uh, sloshing through bad weather to get to an art house to watch some good art house <laughs> yeah. cinemas. It's Bob Panalone yeah. season, baby. I haven't. Uh, I'm. I'm still. I haven't seen Moonlight yet. Um, I was gonna maybe do that tonight. Actually, that's that's one that's gonna uh, kick up some dust. Um, yeah, especially sure. as an as a correction for Oscar So White. I think. And and uh, everything I've heard is deservedly so. I think it will get a lot of attention, and people will kind of oh, jump good, on that good. as a, uh, well, you know, we nominated Moonlight. You guys can't be mad at us anymore. So yeah, so whatever. I think uh, I'm I'm interested to uh, my pre-screening tickets to La La Land as well. Oh, so okay, great, be, uh, pretty rad. I'm looking forward to getting some from some uh, from from the director of Whiplash. So I think that'll be yeah, really great. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's talk about the topic. Uh, the the movie topic that we had picked today, which is Arrival. Arrival, that is correct. Um, yeah, Jeremy Renner and uh, help me out here. I'm blanking. Amy Adams. Uh, Amy Adams. Star and and some Forrest Whitaker sprinkled in. So yeah, Arrival. Um, uh, I saw a couple weeks ago, and you went what last uh, last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Dennis Villeneuve. Uh, yeah. Is that how you say his Your name? Guess is as movie? good as mine. And, yeah, um, that was good. That was good. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner. So this is a uh, very cool – we haven't really talked about this. It's um, I love sci-fi films. I mean uh, – and this was a very sort of heady, um, interesting sort yes. of take on it's one. It's a thinking it, it man sci-fi. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, is, it is way more contact or interstellar than it is uh, you know, War of the War Worlds. Worlds. Exactly. So well, it starts off kind of War of the Worlds. These pods have landed, and people don't know what to do with them. Correct, and they're and hovering. Like, oh, okay. they're hovering about yeah. a mile above. No, maybe less than a mile. They're hovering a few hundred yards above the Earth's surface, and they don't have any gravitational pull. Uh, they're kind of a mystery in, in terms of their physics and biology. Yeah, and their very presence has led to uh, potential for global war. Um, Correct. As people try, as various factions and and alliances form uh, and, and fall apart, as all the countries of the world try to unlock the mystery and, yes. and why they're here and correct and what are they trying to give us. Um, so yeah, well, what did you what did you think about it? I, I think I, I saw a Facebook post. I love that. Uh, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Uh, it so far, it's uh, one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, it it accomplishes almost everything that uh, every major criticism that I had with Interstellar, because both try to tackle uh, some pretty heavy theories. Uh, you know, with mm-hmm. with time in in terms of the perception of uh, the the uh, dimension of time. Um, yeah, and uh, Interstellar goes a little bit farther than that, and uh, it's very complicated. Um, but but what I very, think this very one, very complicated. Yes, but what I think this one accomplishes is the humanity, and it definitely gets you drawn into the characters. And really, it's Amy Adams' movie. 
Jeremy Renner is a, is a nice piece to it, but he's very much supporting of Amy Adams' character. Uh, oh, for sure. But and he, she does a great job. I, oh, I mean, she's fantastic. Probably uh, a nomination for her. Best yeah, actress. it really seems that every time she comes out with a project, uh, she's nominated and or uh, you know just on the outskirts of the nomination. She's really kind of the new. Nicole Kidman ask I'm only saying that because they both have red hair but she's really that kind of new Broadway darling uh art Broadway darling uh f- film darling and uh I I just think she's so good in everything she does and she only gets better and uh I just she's so good in this and she plays a character who she's a, a language specialist or a, a mm-hmm. linguist and they've called on to her to communicate with the aliens uh, inside their spaceship to find out whether they come in peace or not, whether or not right. this is, you know this is attack because the the there's no real pattern to where they are placed about the 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 world. They're kind of they just, just random. Well, they seem to be placed in in certain in like major countries at least. It's not yeah, but then just... there's two there's two in certain countries and then there's none in other parts of the world. So right. it could be like population based. You, you, they never really explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they really take they really focus on the things that are important to the story they're trying to tell. And they they let some questions go unanswered. And especially when you start to, to get into the, the movie and, and without doing too many spoilers. But, you know, uh, uh, well, the perception well, hold, of time. Well, hold on one second. I guess we'll we can pause there and then uh, we can do a, a talk spoilers uh, after this. So if anyone okay. listening doesn't want to. You know, it wants to go out and see it, uh, end yeah, exactly. it there, and then uh, you know come back to the last ten minutes of this of this episode. Okay. So yeah, let's. I mean, let's get into it because that, that's why I wanted to talk to you about. And I, it'd be okay. interesting to see it again. Um, with so, yeah, the 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 notion of time where what we, what we think we're seeing our flashbacks are actually flash forwards. So Correct. which is interesting because if you go back and think about the beginning of the movie, she's just kind of a a depressed person. Yes. Uh, not necessarily dealing with the loss of her child. She just kind of carries that around with her. Um, yeah. So she's, yeah, she's carrying it around because she has the, the, the knowledge of what's going to happen with her to her in the future. Or she's, she's about to gain it. She's so about think, to gain think, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, she, think, I don't think she, she doesn't gain the, the ability to see into the future until she starts talking to them. Right. Correct. Yeah. So she's just kind of a sad, sadder woman. So just, I wouldn't call her sad. She's lonely. Yeah. Okay. Um, that she leads kind of a lonely life. But you know the way they shoot it and about her house, it's always kind of. I think it. It seems like she's in Washington, or it's kind of like a gray, rainy, uh, you know, on the side of the ocean esque kind of town. Yeah. And you know her her apartment or her house is always kind of dimly lit, and just she, she just kind of like seems kind of quiet and sad, uh, or lonely. But yeah, it was cool that like it, the the major themes, I guess, or like what the movie was about. It was about it's about language and these beings kind of, I, I guess, forcing the world to work together and and kind of yeah. kind of creating world peace through language, uh, which was which was interesting. Or a universal language, yeah, un- a universal language, which I I guess I'm confused about. So learning their language allows you to see into the future. I guess I I didn't really fully grasp all aspects of it which is why it requires another watch yeah um so i don't think everyone is able to see into the future i think because she eventually gets sucked up into the pod and she's living in that space and she makes actual contact with 
the uh, with the aliens. She is essentially given that gift. She they they have chosen her to be the yeah. the vessel to you know communicate the future with everyone uh, on Earth. Well, so that's really... why she's the only one that's that's why everyone kind of worships at her and every, and she's the one that teaches all the, 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 the classes in the future and she writes mm-hmm. the book and that's why the Chi- the, the Chinese uh, military leader comes to her with, with that information. Do you almost say Chinaman? No. <laughs> I, th- I thought that's what you were going with. Uh, no, yeah, it was, um, yeah, so that's the gift they give her in order to make this whole plan they have work, which is interesting because usually when these aliens come down in these movies, they're there to destroy or whatever. But but this one, they're like, our our species are going to be destroyed unless we unite the the Earth. Yeah, in like and, millions of years. It's like and, in like fifteen million years yeah. unless we unless we help you or it was it was something like that. It was some ridiculous uh, yeah. time frame. It's kind of like like it's like the opposite of Terminator, I guess. Instead of killing what's gonna destroy you later, they build up what's gonna help them. Correct. Uh, yeah. Which is really cool because that's not that hasn't been done before, and it's something I've always kind of thought about. Like like let's say take the example of of Halo, uh, where you know th- hundreds of years into the future, you pre- you have this united um, uh, army world uh, front. Uh, yeah, a united world front that has all these massive spaceships as like the new navy, um, mm-hmm. and they're able to fight uh, incoming hordes of of you know aliens. And 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 but you got to think like, okay, this is just like the U.S. because you know the game's made in U.S. But mm-hmm. but that does like how how would something like that be possible? How like the, how would the world unite before like this alien threat? I mean, because otherwise they wouldn't be prepared to defend themselves against alien yeah. threats. So. This was a cool way of like thinking about how something like that may be possible, not literally possible, but uh, a take on, you know, these these aliens that are able to see into the future or and have the wherewithal to to unite the globe, and that 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 could be a way to start um, the Earth as a global force uh, or universal force, I suppose. Yeah, and they and I and I just I really appreciated the scenes dealing with language and how she would break down on the board why we would why we had certain exercises that we had to do with them first before we could ask them for you know before we before we asked them do you come in peace we need to know if they understand the the, the fundamentals of a sentence do they yeah. know what a question is do they you know so uh, I thought all that was stuff was just like really interesting uh, I I thought that was just kind of executed described to the audience pretty uh pretty well yeah and the design of the language is obviously brilliant um i mean thinking about like the the team behind how that got made or the screen yeah, the screenwriter cool. and all that stuff and yeah and, and just anytime you do an alien movie it's always interested to see what the aliens look like mm-hmm. that always seems to be a topic of conversation on the way of the theaters like and these ones were i, I can't remember what they were called, octopods yeah octopods they basically look like giant octopuses uh, that had would would raise a tentacle and spray yeah, exactly. uh, the, the their their word ink uh, out into this mist. Um, but there were some there were some things there were some holes that that were left and they did it on purpose probably. Uh, but um, you know like why does if these octopods are able to or septopods or whatever they're called um, if they're able to see the future then why do they wait till the last second to like. Uh, stop that bomb from exploding, which inevitably kills one of them. 
Like, why does he wait until the last second to do that? And then, and and, and this always happens with a time travel movie, but why did they go, um, why did the, why was the general so specific about his phone number when he's talking to her at that dinner in the future? Like, if he knows that she gets the phone number, like, why did he has to tell her, or it's not only just the phone number, but it's, um, it's his wife's dying words. And he's incredibly specific telling her that knowing that she already knows it. Well, she's telling she her that d- so she can relay it to the future. Well, it's all about uh, closing the loop, right? If, if, if you receive this phone call um, today where it's like, Hey, these were your wife's dying words. She said this, this, and this, uh, and you're like, Oh my God. And then it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm from the, I, I'm, f- I knew that I, I went back, I went to the future and you, and you told me. So then, Oh, and okay. then it comes to the future, and you're like, "Oh, I, I've got a. This th- is the moment. yeah. The the world will end if I don't tell her what my wife's dying words were, so she can have that knowledge in the past. Um, it's, okay. Yeah, it's just kind of like closing the loop of the the logistical loop. Uh, and if and okay. he, and he, if he weren't to do that, then I guess uh, it would have been World War Three, and they probably would have just, um, <clears throat> you know, that timeline would have not existed. And they would have, you know, like kind of a Back to the Future, where they're in the the photograph and they all just right. kind of fade away. All right, all right. Yeah, time travel is a uh, kind of a, a mind fuck in all of these movies. I mean, Luther kind of had a did a pretty good job of their view on it, but it, it's always kind of tough to wrap your your head around. But yeah, Amy Adams does an awesome job. It's great to kind of think about and like sit back and try to process what. They were going for and what happens and what sh- what that must have been like to experience if you can possibly imagine it. Um, it was cool. Yeah, uh, you want to set what your Rotten Tomatoes score would be for it? Oh, I w- I'm putting it in the 90s. Uh, I think it's one of the best sci-fi movies I've seen in a long time. I I, I think mm-hmm. to I think it's in terms of tone you can compare it to Contact or Interstellar, but I actually think it's a a much better movie than that because it it did. Uh, hit me on a emotional level uh, where I think yeah. those movies didn't uh, and they were just a little too heavy handed. Uh, so I, I really appreciated this one and uh, I would give it a 92, 93. I think. Yeah. Scoring is perfect. About, yeah. 92% looks good to me. Um, you want to do a new segment yeah. where we guess what awards these movies might be nominated for? Yeah. Yeah. Guess the awards. Uh, Amy uh, Adams. Amy Adams for best best actress, and I think we're going to get a best picture nom, and I also think that we're going to get a screenwriting nom. Screenwriting nom, I'll give it to. Um, yeah, is that is this an adapted piece? Do we know? I, I do not. I think it's going to be original screenplay. Also, yeah. maybe for cinematography, just based on the the scene alone where they jump into the 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 ship for the first time and they almost Chris Nolan it. They you know they rock the camera on the side and you get the perspective. Yeah, uh, going down that tunnel shaft, looking down, and, and you got that great line from Jeremy Shetner where he's like, "Holy shit!" And, you yeah, know, the, the audience is right there with him, like, "Oh yeah, God, this is really yeah. intense." It almost makes it, you dizzy. Very, very Inception yeah. sort of trick there. Yeah, yeah. so it was really cool. So well, maybe cinematography, but I think those at least those those three. I think best pick, it'll be one of the ten. I don't think it'll be a front runner. I think best actress, and I think screenplay. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, there's still a lot to come out. There's still um, a lot that could 
be those 10 films, but right now it's looking like it, it could be in there. And uh, Amy Adams, I think, is a lock uh, to be nominated. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. It seems to be one way to go real quick is just the uh, there's, there's sci-fi chick, a la, <laughs> uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Chastain. Or Gravity. Uh, or oh, oh well, Sandra Sandy. Bullock and uh... Sandra Bullock for Gravity. Yeah, maybe that's a new a way to get in there. You could either do the Holocaust movie or you could do the sci-fi uh, leading lady role. There you so. go. All right, well uh, let's just right. send it there. Uh, next week we'll be uh, talking about the finale of South Park. The end of serialization as we know it is the title so far, but that's been known to change. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> and then uh, we'll also talk about Manchester by the Sea, which me and you uh, saw. The, uh, the other day and uh love it yeah yep well can't wait all right uh talk to you later right. bye, bye everybody talk to you later thanks for listening bye